Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash The Fan. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. I didn't know hanging out with you was making me smarter. Full disclosure, Morty, it's not. Temporary superintelligence is just a side effect of the mega seeds dissolving in your rectal cavity. Oh, man. Yeah. And once those seeds wear off, you're going to lose most of your motor skills and... You're also going to lose a significant amount of brain functionality for 72 hours, Morty. Starting right about now. I love Richard. I'm volcanoes. I love At volcanoes. Pub, pub 1080. She pops up the hardest Who's winning? What is the crime? The enormity of their stupidity the is just overwhelming. It's Seattle. John? No. HCL. What? 100 times? More. 200 times? More. 500 times? Probably. That's swing spelled S W I N J. It's like how long we went over in this segment. <laughs> One minute more. Five minutes more. more. 12 minutes more. Probably. probably. <laughs> yeah, we got to go. And we got to break. And time to break. Nah, I don't care. Damn. Cares. Yeah, it's a Friday. Who cares? It's man? the play-in tournament, yeah, man. Yeah, we're all sports fired up in here. It's the play-in tournament. No one understands what's happening, but I don't know. They're playing games. People are freaking out about courts for some unknown reason. I don't know why. Well, they got the new courts. I know, but everyone hates them, I guess. So, so, no, so we're is just... this? It's like the in-season tourney is literally like a half-season championship and courts. That's it. This is the only thing that we're yeah being given here. No, half-season. But... I don't even think that. Like, how many games is it? I guess a quarter. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because, like, the, but like this is the start of it. But, like, tomorrow or a Sunday when the Blazers play, that won't be part of the in-season tournament. It's so weird. Like, this goes until December? Yeah, okay. so, like, today. It's the only designated games. Yeah, so the Blazer game tonight, in-season tournament against yeah. Memphis. And if they win, oh. so then. But, <sighs> but Sunday in, against Memphis, not part of the end season tournament. I, I tried to read this earlier today and I literally was going through the entire so, 
press release from the NBA, and and apparently the only extra games are like the championship game, but every other yeah. in-season tourney game right. is counted. Yeah. So yeah. whoever they're bracketed up against, mm-hmm. let's say they win tonight, and then we're watching Milwaukee, New York, and let's say Milwaukee wins. Yeah. The bla- the next Blazers Milwaukee game is an in-season tournament game, right? Because they don't, yeah, they don't, check that. they no. don't reschedule that game. Yeah, but like the as far as, it, <laughs> or maybe they already have it all set up. I think Robin. it's set up. So as far as I know, it's and believe me, I'm not certain of this. I believe their next in-season tournament game is against the Jazz. Okay, in like so they're 10 doing days. what they're doing is they they made the schedule and then they designated certain games. Yes, round robin in-season tournament. Yes, games. and remember, there's like little pools. Yeah, like so, pods. So. Again, tonight, in season, special court, special uniform. Sunday, back to regular court. Yeah, so it's not a bracket. No, which is, I, I still can't figure out why. No. Like, so you're going to have to change out the court simply because tonight's game was in season. I don't know. It's, it's, hey, it, shut up. Just leave the court the way it is. Shut like, up. If you're doing the special court, just, I don't know, leave the special court. But then I guess it's not a special game. I, I kind of like the Bucks special court here we're seeing. Yeah, they're all like this, where they have like... Well, the, the Blazers is red. Yeah, but they're all like... The the the, the keys are all the same um, design, and then there's like stripes. There's yeah. like a big stripe down the middle of it. I don't know. The ducks play in the tall firs or the tall pines or whatever the hell it is. It's I don't like now that one. I don't like that one. Confuses you. Do you, you. like that? Uh, I don't mind. You it. like that? I, when I see it from above, I think it looks pretty cool. When I see it uh, like in the the up close shots, it it I don't know where the where you're at on the floor. It's all very yeah. Confusing. I think it's a good idea, but it doesn't look good on TV to me. Like uh, just for watching a game, yeah. it, it looks pretty. Yeah, when like no it, one's playing. That's what I'm saying. When it's when you pull but, away and you see the whole thing, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But when they, yeah. you see it, like when they're playing and they just have the guy, you know, dribbling the ball, I think it looks terrible. It's weird. Yeah. Don't sell me a, a, a really crappy game with just a good basketball court. That's a, I think the NBA is making a huge mistake here. I, I personally uh, looking at this. It's not early, a court. It's an in season tournament. Well, let's not overthink game. it. I mean, yeah. they're just trying smart. to get someone. The game to care. otherwise would have a normal court. Like, what's the difference? Who cares? Look, no one cares about Portland and Memphis. And why are we talking about sports? And I don't know. It's true. On this show, I don't know. This is the club, even though it's technically we've gone way over. So I don't know. Yeah, let's take a break. Someone's going to be pissed. All right, we've got Yellowstone news, and the real estate broker industry is about to change big time. Those items are coming up next on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. I'm going to kick some butt. I'm going to try to make chocolate on the road. I'm going to kick some ass. I'm going to kick a little ass. Rock, fly, and eagle. On 1080, The Fan. Double sun power! All right, I need to say something real quick about that last commercial. I yeah. couldn't agree more that post-halftime is passive snacking. You're, you're ma- you, like In that commercial, they were, deba- they were debating when to eat hot dogs or nachos after, you know, like, like after halftime. Okay. And the guy goes, no, third quarter is popcorn. Post halftime is passive snacking. I couldn't agree more. In other you, words, you can't eat a meal. No, you do the bulk of your eating either pregame or first, second quarter, and then halftime hits. Maybe you have a few beers. You get to get up. You know, you're snacking on whatever. But third quarter rolls okay. around. Right. Third quarter is for popcorn, chips, right. maybe some sort of dip. Passive snacking after halftime. I couldn't agree more. What was the ad for? I think Dr Pepper. Okay. And I think the idea was you have a Dr Pepper whenever. Which, whatever, you can drink whenever you want. But as far as food goes, you're not eating a, You're not eating hot dogs and nachos and big, thick, heavy yeah, stuff after I, half. I, you've, you've already eaten that I during I tend to the, agree. No, I beg to differ. If you want that last slice of pizza, man. Because they always stop those food sales, like what, at the end of the third quarter or the seventh inning, right when they stop, like, alcohol sales? So, so wait, I, you go through slice? a whole game hungry and um, it, then eat? No, I'm not going to. See... I feel like I'm going to get too full by halftime if I stuff my face, you know, and I'm drinking beers because it's it's like, okay, am I going to pay $20 for a big beer? Am I going to pay $29 for a really small mixed drink? I'm going to go with the beer. Well, I think they're talking more about like at the house, oh. but you know, like you're, you're hanging well, around. It's the but same it, idea. Though. It's the same idea. Like if you're hungry when you sit down for a game, that's no good. You're you, not you, waiting until the not, middle of the yeah. third quarter. That makes no sense. I See, I feel like it's kind of like you're pecking at it like a bird the entire, it's like oh, a 60 yeah, minute long like. Like, you know, or three-hour-long spread for you. No, man. I just, you, you get in there. You get your eating done. And then, like I said, after halftime or, like, you get into the sixth, seventh inning if it's a baseball game, uh, I like the way that guy put it. It's passive snacking time. I didn't hear it. I was too busy singing the Amazon song. That damn thing. And when I first heard that, I was like, that's the dumbest thing in the world. And now, like, the eighth time, I can't help myself. I'm like, that is amazing. It's got, like, a German polka thing. It makes me think of uh, what is it, the Groundhog's Day when they're they're Bill Murray. Wake up the music <laughs> yeah. and have it some fun. The Pennsylvania polka, hell yeah! I love the fact day. that you knew that. Thank you. And uh, I thoroughly enjoyed you singing it. That gets me every time. And now I want to order stuff off Amazon. I wonder if I can order a garage door off Amazon. I think, I think you can, can order a whole house. Yeah. So, yes, I think. Can you, could. you really? Three D printed. Did you see the sixty minutes thing on that? On what? It's the 3D printed houses uh-uh. is pretty well. Do you you still watch 60 Minutes? Uh, I haven't seen it in a while. No, it's you a ca- bit on the Saturday Night Live scale for me. Yeah, I, used to, I mean, I think it's a great show. It's the longest running show on TV, right? It might be my favorite show. Like yeah. non, it, I, I love job. 60 Minutes. I can't get enough. Yeah, they do a good job. They uh, there's a bro out of Texas, and uh, he has a company now, and they are 3D printing homes, and it is pretty badass. 
and they're and and part of it is he's trying to solve the homeless crisis. Yeah. And affordable homes. So explain that to me like I'm four. Okay, so a mat. It's it's still concrete, right? Okay. And imagine like a like a. I'm trying the best way to to put it like a big tube of toothpaste hooked up to a big machine, and it just goes back and forth and lays down uh, rows of concrete. So the, the walls do look different in that they aren't smooth. You know, like when you look at a log cabin, how you know the, the, the logs are stacked on top, you know, and so it's there's like little gaps. Yeah. Imagine that, but smaller, but in concrete. And this big machine just goes through, and it literally just prints out the walls, Interior, exterior, everything of these homes with this big kind of nozzle machine that goes through, and they are they're uh, they're fireproof. They are more efficient, like heating and cooling wise, and they are way cheaper. And you can frame a house. You can actually do more than frame a house in a you know a fiftieth of a time it would take you to actually go through and so do one. So it's just the framing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just the you know the foundation and the framing. Yes, I mean there are still things with throw, the interior touches and yeah. and all and that. You have to throw siding on it, or no? Do you, do you? No, you don't have to throw siding. You have to throw windows in, and yeah, you all do that have to, you do have to do windows. But again, it it's look it up. You can find them on YouTube, but it's it's really cool because it leaves the spaces for the windows, and you can do. And then some of the other parts of the home are done by the three D printing machine, and then you just need to. Put, like the roof needs to just be put on top. It's it's really really cool. Okay, yeah, I see it here. Yeah, all right, that makes sense. A lot easier, a lot quicker to build. Yeah, and like the cost, I I don't I don't want to <laughs> speak at because I it was it's been a month or two since yeah. I saw it, but the cost was significantly Whoa. less. We're talking like maybe a hundred grand, hundred fifty tops. Yes, for a nice like yeah, big for, house. For yeah. yeah, like. They were talking like this. I think he's down in Texas where he's doing this. Yeah. And yeah, people are building, you know, 25, 3,500 square foot homes and they're, a, you know, a quarter of the price. Tell you what, I'm going to start doing that. Do you have a 3D house printing machine? Not yet. Not yet. I'll get it. But I mean, if you can get over the the look of the, of the wall, because that's... Yeah, I'm looking at it here. But they, they hide that. In, mo- in most of the finished products, it looks yeah. like that's just the, I mean. And then they put something over yeah, the. Yeah, they'll the, put the siding on it or something. Because the ones that I saw, the ones on the 60 Minutes, they did not. The finished homes that they were doing for people had a. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah. But you can. And I, I kind of like that look. Like, in my house, I have concrete countertops. And um, and we and like you have a choice to do all different kinds of finishes. And I left it, like, raw like that. I have the raw edge and allow it to kind of get beat up, and I kind of like that. Um, I, I don't know. I just think it's it's wow. really cool, the idea that you could have a home in a month. Yeah. And instead of spending, you know, four hundred or $500,000, if someone said, hey, man, here's hundred and twenty-five, I don't know. It's it, This is going to be something that will change, it, uh, not for everybody, but this is going to change a, a lot of things for people when this becomes more of a, an acceptable thing. Well, I want the market to keep going up, so I don't want this. I'm against it. <laughs> really? You do? Yeah. Nobody my I age. I already or own under, my homes. Well, nobody my age or under can afford a house. That I is know. one. Of, that I is know. one of the sadder things. I was talking to my my daughter, and this was right before she was. She had kind of decided that she was going to move to Korea, and I was asking her about it. And one of the things that she said, and I've heard this from multiple young people, is they just say that. 
you know, the kind of the, the dream that you were sold um, doesn't exist anymore. They're like, I just, I don't know. They're like the idea of buying a house and all that. It's Yeah, it's not a thing. It's, it's not, not realistic. It's not a thing for a lot of those kids. And they're just like, But oh. you know what? That's okay. We were talking about this the other night yeah. with my kid who's 24. <laughs> yeah, just turned 24. Yeah. And he's doing well. And yeah. so is his girlfriend. Yeah. But they can't afford a house. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about it like, you know, it's just the new norm is maybe, uh, you know, because kids aren't getting married young anymore, yeah. right? Thank God. Yeah, because it used to be like when we were younger, uh, Schultze, uh, back in my day. Yeah. Uh, you would, especially where I'm from, like the Bible Belt, man, like yeah. it oh, yeah. was. You you go to high school and then you go to college and you meet a girl and you get married and you settle down and you buy a house and you start your jobs. Yep. And it's just it's, it's just not it, that's gone. Thankfully, yeah. people aren't they're, marrying to screw anymore. You can just screw. Yeah, right. Just do it. And they're they're smart about that. They've already wisened up about that. It's like ah, let's wait because maybe you know who knows maybe we'll grow apart or I'll be in a different place in life in seven years or sure. whatever. And so with that comes the. You know the home buying thing. Like it's, it's the worst thing in the world that, you know, maybe the the paradigm shifts to where young people dream of of finally buying a home, and that happens. You know, maybe a little bit later in their life. You know, in their middle ages. Or problem is that for forty, forty five, the vast majority of people, the uh, and and this is this is proven throughout history. The number one way that average people build wealth yeah. is yeah, with through is, through the, is through their yeah. their home. Well, and gonna so, have to change that. And, and then if you, I don't know if you've seen some of these cities, um, and, and I don't know if, if ours is in this, but uh, I read an article uh, online. I think it was in Forbes, um, where some of the the major cities. Uh, I think they they one was uh, San Francisco. They did one in Houston. I think Miami was like this and they were saying that right now up to in some of these places 9 to 11% of home purchases are not being made by people they're being made Just by groups companies yeah groups and investment firms investment firms and whatnot and so there this is the part that people are really getting pissed about is that if there is something that is affordable or you think can be affordable you aren't just bidding against people anymore with interest rates being as high as they can, or as I, you know, it's eight, nine, 10, 11% on some of these, you know, especially if you don't have real good credit. So, Hey, here's a house that I think I can afford. You're not bidding against other people for that starter home. You're just getting a company that's coming in, buying it and turning it into doing an Airbnb or a rental home or whatever. And that's the other one that just is an absolute scroogey for people. Well, my yeah. wife and I grappled with this for a while. We rent, and we're happy with it. I don't mind just making a phone call, you know, for a maintenance guy to come fix stuff as opposed to having to worry about property taxes and all those extra costs. Right. But, but the generations, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago, they were paying, what, 150 grand and 20%, you know, uh, of an interest rate. But it was only 150 grand, and that yeah. was yeah. so much easier to get out of now Six seven hundred thousand dollars later, and even with a three to five percent mortgage rate, good freaking luck. We we were looking. Me and my lady looked at a home. Oh, this was six months ago, and it was on the uh, right off Marine Drive, so on the bad side of the ah. river. And uh, you know, and you could tell that the home had the, it wasn't selling. This is in Portland. This is in Portland, right off Marine Drive, and uh, you know, a half a mile from you were some wonderful people in your, you know. If anyone's been down there, but the home itself was amazing. It had a dock 
and it was incredible. But you could tell that, you know, obviously you were going to have to deal with, uh, you know, with some urban campers not too far from your house. And we were like, we we can do this. Like this is, this is not. We'll bet on Portland getting its act together. And it's not like it was right in front. But I was like, dude, there just isn't going to be something like this that comes up that's affordable on the river with a boat dock and it had a crow's nest. And we were like, we're in. Buy low. And we went and looked at it. And with the down payment that we had had to put down, which was whatever it was, 20% or whatever, the difference between the uh, interest rate that I have right now on my house and what I would have had to pay on the new one, the interest alone was more than my house payment currently is yeah <laughs> and we were like uh yeah okay well not a no. good time yeah and so you just kind of sit there and you think about that and for you know for the poor people that are trying to sell that house like because if you've got all the money in the world that's probably not the house that you're buying and for people that would normally buy that house you the difference between a two and a half percent interest loan and a nine percent loan keeps you out of that and that home sat and sat and sat and sat and sat and someone i don't know who eventually came in and bought it but i mean it's just a tough beat out there for a lot of people yeah it's rough it's just it's just different it's gonna be different forever yeah i mean i I don't i don't see how it goes back yeah i I don't right i mean i bought my first house for one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. 114 i hate both of you yeah, it's crazy, man. <laughs> like that's just I'm, I'm so jealous of that opportunity you guys have. Yeah. And I loved it cuz I moved to La Center because it was out in the sticks and got acreage <laughs> for that. And now you go out to La Center and it's the same as everywhere else because like there's no more affordable like it's nothing's affordable in La Center. But that's what you had to do is you had to move out to the sticks and now there is no more sticks. It's just everything has has sprawled out there. And it's it's tough, and I feel I do. I absolutely feel for young people with that no longer being a thing. And the whole point of like you're dumping money into your mortgage, but you know eventually, you know, for a lot of people that is going to be a big hunk of your retirement. And for a lot of young people, that ain't a thing anymore. Yeah, they'll figure it out. I'm just like an old surly Republican now. Just <laughs> keep going up so I can retire. Yeah, I saw cash your- out of these houses. <laughs> Saw your Oregonian sticker on the way in. Yeah, you're Republican. <laughs> yeah, come on, it's all about me and my money. Um, I have brighter news on this front. Yeah, what do we got? 3D printed homes coming? Well, the real estate thing. Have you seen that? No. The Brokers Association that uh, got I hit. Did. did you see it? No. What's so happening? In Missouri, federal court in Missouri, um, the Real Estate Brokers Association mm-hmm. or whatever it is. They were found guilty of conspiring to keep uh, commissions high for ah, real estate brokers. Yeah, those sons of bitches. They have been ordered to pay $1.8 billion. Whoa. And they are saying, I was reading an article in the Wall Street Journal that said, this is going to absolutely upend that entire industry. And who, there are a lot of different ways. Who pays the $1.8 billion? Well, I think there were three major companies called... Uh, Coldwell? I don't think Coldwell was one of them. I can't remember which companies. but uh, And who knows if they'll pay that. They're going to appeal. They're yeah. going to keep it in the courts. And who gets the money? So if I bought a home yeah. through... Yes. Yeah, I think that's people... I think they said it's a five-year period. Where's my money, bitches? Let's go! <laughs> but I don't think it was in Oregon. I think it was... What about in Washington? There were some other states. I don't remember yeah. the deets. Look, but I'm looking for a payday. Let's sue somebody. There are some pretty cool ways that this article was saying that that's going to change moving forward, and it will help. Uh, 
Well, it may not help first-time buyers, but it will help sellers. Yeah. You know, because oh, yeah. the seller... Yeah, the commission fees, They have man. to pay both. Absolutely. So we'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into that next. Huh? How do you feel about that? Schultze with SportsCenter. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. We just stepped out of the shower. We'll be down in a minute. All right, listen, you guys can't go. Did you just say we? What? Did you just say we just stepped out of the shower? I said he. Right, okay. On 1080, The Fan. Double power! All right, yeah, uh, this is a little businessy for a Friday. We should be talking about, like, getting tail and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Getting drunk, you know? But That's, that's uh, a Schultzy thing. That's a young man's game. I know. The you lady Schultzy will be waiting outside of the studio for you. We're in here talking about interest rates. <laughs> God. Hey, what finance is, pros get a lot of that action too, right? It just happened to us. <laughs> well, you know, I was telling, you know, look, it, I, I get a little tired of the doom and gloom thing from the younger generation. Look, okay, I, boomer. I get it. It's different. But we were just talking about how, you know, as a homeowner, and you're a homeowner, I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like homes absolutely suck you dry of cash. Sure. I mean, they just do. There's well, just always something. I told you, I'm shopping for yep. garage doors right now, yeah. and I'm floored. Exactly. Why is a garage door, like, why so, is it printed in gold? Okay, what? so you and I, we put 20% down on a home. Yep. We're able to build equity, flip it into maybe a bigger home, whatever. All of that is great for our personal wealth, right? Like grow weed in the basement, you know. But it's think of, here's the, the opposite of that for the youngs is, don't put the 20% down because you can't afford it. You don't want to st- overextend yourself, right? Yeah. You you will have, they should, if they're doing well. I mean, I just, it depends on their job and stuff. And of course, their lifestyle. But they're going to have so much more cash than we did. Yeah. Because they're not homeowners. So the key for them, and I was talking to my kid about this, is, hey, keep your expenses low, man. The, the key with cash is, not to blow through it, right? If it's just sitting there in your bank, yeah, you, you got the it. tendency you, you got to be careful. You 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 just just stockpile that s, and over time, 
you know, you'll be able, you'll have opportunities to come up for you to invest in things. Or I do think kids are going to grow up being wiser about that. A hundred percent. Than our generation. A hundred percent, because yeah. they're going to have it, because they're well, not dumping it all into and, their and houses. now you have more stuff. I mean, I know that they've taken a PR hit, but stuff like Robin Hood and, yes. and crypto. I think more people are, more young people are interested in, in, in money management and growing money than... I felt yes. like when we were coming up, the idea was what? Just buy a house. Just buy a house. That's Just buy right. a house, and then you know your company, and you got retirement and social security. I think a lot of kids now know that social security and the house thing isn't a thing. So we better figure it the hell out. Yep. So, and, and I think they're better at. My kid is. He 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 dabbles. Yeah. And it's interesting to hear him talk about what he dabbles in. I mean, it's not a huge amount of money yet, but um, they're gonna. They should have. More cash than we did. Yeah. So it's six. You know, it's not six one half dozen the other, but it's just, it's a, it's just different. Yeah, I got my kid invested in some of those uh, Elvis plates and yeah. NASCAR. And good while call. They're not guaranteed to go up in value. <laughs> Similar plates have. Those are great. So uh, you know, we're holding on to those and and thinking that that could be a a real ah. a real sweet thing. By the way, my my <laughs> my mom's and and dad's like best friends growing up. She collected those and really did think that those were mm-hmm. like a. <laughs> an investment. Oh, she had the Elvis. Everybody's got their thing. She had the Elvis ones, and she was convinced one day that those things, whew, those things, was it the Franklin Mint? Man, those things oh. were going to be worth some coin. Well, and props, by the way, too, to the state of Florida to kind of go with your guys' point about kids having that info. And this is the only time you'll ever hear me give props to the state of Florida. But they have mandated financial management education as mandated, like it is a mandatory yeah. class now for kids K through 12. And that's, that's yeah. good. Man, Stop like, square dancing yeah. and teach the damn kids how to do your taxes and, and start a And tell me what a, a credit score is. Show yeah. me how to that's build right. it. it uh, you can't that's trust right. the parents to know because it's very very hard to I, know i have talked like my my son's uh girlfriends he's, he's had a couple of them i uh and, and sometimes like my some of the, their friends my daughter's friends that have come over it is shocking sometimes when you sit down with younger people and you realize the uh the illiterate um financial state my son is an idiot it's it, it's it's really scary sometimes when you're you're talking to him. You're like, oh yeah. my god! Like, how did you get through high school? How are you in college and you don't have any sort of uh, like any sort of knowledge about it? That system is failing them. Uh, it's it's bad. Hot tip for you too, and any parent out there. If you have good credit, one great way to give your kid a head start is to and this is you open up a credit card for them, but you don't give it to them, right? So you keep it. If you've got great credit, you've got good spending habits, you open up a credit card when they're like 10, 12, you keep it in a drawer. It never, ever has a balance on it. But what that does is it starts their credit building a little early. Nobody knows about these things because you just don't talk about it. What if I just run up a bunch of debt on it and then I'm like, hey, I love that. Yeah, I I love this. What if I go to Vegas? Yeah. That's the potential for abuse. I I need this new garage door and, uh, you know, it's kind of spendy. So I, I got a good idea here. It's. I'm not about to buy one. Iserman Sukanik is about to buy. He's going to look at this in like three, four years and be like, what the? Garage door, my own. He can afford it. He doesn't own a home. Exactly. Garage door. It's about time you started paying me back, you little bastard. So I think those kids, they're, you know, the other thing too is just don't, like, you know, that whole commercial with the, oh, I'm in debt up to my eyeballs and you have all these things, right? You know, that whole thing. Oh, yeah. Just, it's not hard to not be that guy. Like, you don't have to keep up with the Joneses. You don't have to overspend. You don't need X, Y, and Z that society tells you you need. You know what the crazy... So if you, if you just live 
That's really hard. It, it, for, speak for, for yourself. For I don't people. think it is. I think that the, the, soci- the, the it, society is it, is trying to infiltrate your brain with a lot of that they stuff. They are, and but it's working. as long as you're aware of it, I think this generation should be way better about that than we were. One of the, you know, who the richest man in the world is? Jeff Bezos. It, he is not. He is, is not the richest man. No, it's the is? it's the guy that owns Louis Vuitton and and uh, oh, really? Balenciaga and all that stuff. He's worth he's, he's more the, than Bezos. Yep, not even close. He is the richest man. He owns everything, and Why? he has built it off of luxury brands. And one of the great uh, for for him, one of the great things that these brands have have managed to do is luxury brands aren't for rich people anymore. They have convinced the average person that. You too can own a forty-five hundred dollar purse, and it used to be that you know Louis Vuitton and all that stuff was for people that did real well. Go to Pioneer Courthouse Square sometime. There is a line waiting to get into every one of those luxury stores, and when you look in that line, it is not really successful older people. It is young twenty-somethings that are taking the thirty-five hundred dollars that they don't have, and they're about ready to go in and buy a purse or buy a luxury bag with. Listen to me, youngs in that line. Don't do it. No, that it just that's just it. Yep. Just don't be that person. Unfortunately, so the new that's, biz- that's a thing. There's a new business model coming to uh, the real estate uh, market. Real quick, I was reading this in the Wall Street Journal. You know, the Brokers Association got hit with. So they conspired to keep costs artificially high, or commissions, right? Yeah. So they owe, they're they ordered to pay $1.8 billion, and there's going to be appeals and all that. But what they argued, uh, what the case argued against the Real Estate Brokers Association was that they made it too difficult to negotiate commissions. And if you've ever bought or sold homes, you know that is a thing. It is really hard to get your commission down. Like, you can ask... But they can be like, well, no, sorry, yep. we're, the, we we don't have, and some people will, and some people won't. But most people don't aren't allowed to, aren't you, you just don't even know to that you can negotiate that, yeah. and that's a pretty hefty percentage of your oh uh, yeah sale. Well, especially when you're you're paying yours and theirs, you're paying two well, and a half or three percent. And they were saying nowadays, technology makes it easier to find properties yourself. Realtors, as good as they are and as useful as they are in a lot of different areas. It's more, they said that what the new business model will be is it will be more of a sort of a menu, drop down menu of services type of thing. Oh, okay. Like if you want somebody, you're in another market, you need somebody to shop for you in Seattle, they can do that. Or you can shop, find two or three, and then they can help you negotiate the deal. Or you can only pay for uh, them looking over the documents or whatever. Makes you sense. Know? It does make sense, and it's way more. Uh, it's it's way cheaper. They're, they're also be, they're not gonna be happy about that. They're also saying that. Well, no, the brokers are gonna be <laughs> pissed. They're saying half of there's about 1.6 million brokers or real estate agents in the country. About half of them will be out of business Ooh. from this. They they estimate. They estimate. Yeah. yeah. And they also said that um, you know the total amount of commissions paid. On real estate transactions, will lower by about twenty-five to thirty percent, oh just gosh. right off the top. Oh, there's some people that are, have a pucker factor of about seventeen right now. Yeah, but there's also a lot of people saving saving some cash. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's always a yin and yang. So the question is, is you know, would they, are, would the would the buyers now pay their own agent? Because right now the seller As typically pay both. pays yeah. both. Yep. Um, that hurts first timers, you know. If buy- <clears throat> if buyers have to pay their own agent, yeah. first time you sell a home and you look at all the commissions that you pay, 
Yeah, it's, it's nuts. It's sobering. It's, yeah, it's shocking. Yep. You're like, what? It, what? And, and, and to this lawsuit's credit, it's like, there's like, wait, no. Yep. Yep. And there's lots of little government add-ons in there, yeah. and you're like, what the? You're like, okay. Or they, they said that it might be the seller, uh, the seller paying the buyer's agent by the hour. Ah, um, yeah, which is another wait, but, wait, wait for them to rack up some hours. Yeah. Uh, no, no, this is a really difficult negotiation. Yeah. Or you can negotiate to have the seller pay their own. Yeah, you know, yeah. or the buyer. I mean, uh, anyway, uh, kind of interesting uh, times in the real estate market. We got to go. It is six fifty-four. We wrap it up next on the fan. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. You know, I always thought I could be a, a great salesman. Well, believe me, I could talk anybody into anything, except women into sex. That's the only thing I can't do. On 1080, The Fan. Can I get a hot tub? All right, well, I blame uh, Jordan. That son of a gun. Uh, you got bonus prime time tonight, but... It's all me. Nothing here. Yeah. Because we got to go. Yeah. So... That's it. F all of you. Uh, we'll be back Monday, 3 to 7 on The Fan. Good night! Ships of Spain, red ships of Spain. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.